0: This week's segment focuses on South America's crop conditions and how they influence the global supplies. We keep revisiting this region because the La Nina weather conditions, which typically leads to excessive rains in southern africa it has an opposite effect in south america typically dry weather conditions and that has been the reality for the 2021-22 production season to an extent that local crop forecasters have frequently been revising down uh, their estimations of maize harvest soybeans and some of the other crops but in the face of all of that if you observe what's coming out of the international grains council and the United States Department of Agriculture, which are major global forecasters, if the only two global houses in fact um that that produces some of the most comprehensive estimates, they keep painting a somewhat relatively or positive picture for south america's maize while on soybeans they've somewhat followed a similar path as the local forecasters in some of these countries and as a result of that uh, the global maize supply remain at decent levels and we focus on these regions particularly for maize and soybeans because of their contribution to the global supplies for example brazil and argentina combined they make up roughly 14% of global maize production. When it comes to soybeans, about 50% of soybean production is produced by these countries in the global supply. So what happens there matters a lot for the global market and, of course, for countries like South Africa who take a cue on how the global conditions look in as far as the pricing. We also have to monitor some of these developments. In the recent uh, February uh, updates of the International Grains Council and the United States Department of Agriculture, they left their global maize production estimates roughly unchanged at about 1.2 billion tons that's up six percent compared to the 2020 21 production season and if you look at which are the countries that are supporting this large harvest you do see the united states brazil ukraine china the eu and russia coming up on the list as one of those countries that are supporting uh, this improvement in global production and as a result of it we also see that the stocks levels globally, um, are up by 1% on a year, one year basis on the IGC, which is the International Grains uh, Council's estimates at around about, uh, 281 million uh, tons but if you look into what the 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 united states department of agriculture forecast they have their stocks level at 302 that's 302 million tons that's up four percent on a year on year basis and the difference between these two major organizations is really their consumption numbers which makes the stocks um to look this way and we think though these numbers while positive and basically, means that the global maize prices could trade sideways to somewhat slight downwards um, in, the, in the near term, which would be beneficial for maize users, not only just globally, but also in South Africa, as prices have remained uh, relatively elevated for quite some time. And you bought well for food price inflation. But we still think that there is room for somewhat downward revision um, onto this because of possible poor crops in Brazil. Brazil is listed as one of the countries that is is boosting um this this supplies uh, it's still in that point i think we have though to appreciate the fact that Brazil's area planting for crop has increased uh, significantly this year compared to the 2020-21 production season. So there might be a factor of that increase in area planting that is boosting production, but we still think that there is a, a room for downward revision of the yields. So these estimates could be viewed as somewhat as tentative. We also draw this uh, looking at what this institution, the U- U- The USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, and IGC, which is the International Grains Council are saying about South Africa. They forecast for example South Africa's 2021-22 uh, maize harvest at about 15.8 m- uh, million tons. Now that's down 6% uh, compared to their previous uh, harvest uh, to the previous season's estimate but still well above the long-term average which is just around about 12.5 million tons. But importantly this crop size is well above what many local forecasters are estimating. If you look at the numbers in South Africa we're talking about between 13 and 14 million tons of maize but you have the global forecasters having a much higher number so my sense looking at what they are saying about south africa is that they might as well be applying the same optimism in brazil and the other countries which means that as the crop mature and some areas get into harvest we might have, we might see those estimates being revised uh, down somewhat. But of course, for South Africa, we will know the size of the crop on the 28th of February, which is when the Crop Estimates Committee releases its first production estimate. In as far as the soybeans though, what the IGC and the USDA are saying is pretty much in line with what many people are feeling, as such as the local forecasters in these countries. For example, IGC slashed its production estimate for soybeans uh, by 8% on a year-on-year basis. They now estimate that uh, soybean harvest globe uh, Brazil would be around about 127 uh, million tons. And, and Argentina's crop is also slashed by 10% year-on-year. Paraguay, 34% year-on-year all of this is on the basis of what i mentioned the dry weather conditions put all this together to say what does it mean for global harvest global soybean is estimated at 353 million tons this is down four percent from the previous season and as a consequence if you look at the stocks level stocks are down 19 percent on a year-on-year basis estimated at 43 million tons now this means that the global soybean prices could trade at relatively or remain at relatively elevated levels because one of the things you have to factor in is the fact that there is generally high demand for soybeans and that and the decline in stocks All of this becomes uh, a major uh, factor that provides the upward uh, pressure on these prices. Now, moving away from soybeans and just looking at the wheat and rice, those are some of the crops that I would say there isn't much changes um, there. For example, rice production is up 1% year-on-year at around about 510 million tons. Uh, Global wheat production is up also by 1% year-on-year, estimated at around about 781 million tons. And that's the view that we get from many people, not just the IGC as well as the USDA. So generally, we would expect that rice prices will continue to trade sideways, sideways to downward trend, which is what we've been observing over the past few months. Beneficial for South Africa is a major importer of rice. We import about a million tons of rice. The same is true for wheat, but wheat in the recent past has seen its prices are rising because of the increase in demand uh, generally. So that's one of the factors that we, we, we should monitor on, on, onto that. And in, in as far as the vegetable oil, the soybean prices, yes, they will remain elevated. But the other upside pressure there is the fact that palm oil prices are also up uh, because of prospects of a poor harvest in parts of Asia, such as Indonesia. So overall, this presents an upward pressure on the vegetable oil prices. And this is what many people saw when they looked at the FAOs our uh, food price index if you look at the sub indices of, uh, of of that it's a it's a composite index but if you break it down and you look on the vegetable oil sub index you will realize that there was a major uptick in january and part of it was this palm oil story and we think that this is that trend is going to remain uh for a while if these soybean numbers are anything to go by but overall on the maize it's a tentative story we need to keep watching and see if there will really be a downward revision all of these are important because for some products with rice south africa is is a is a is a a, a, a net importer so we have to watch what's going on but also in all vegetable oils south africa imports about half of palm or half a million tons of palm oil a year so we have to watch what's going on globally and we do import um to an extent a bit of uh, soybean oil cake so all of this gets to be important but broad these global trends also influence the domestic prices in South Africa and the prices themselves are influenced by the supplies and the stock levels which are just discussed in this segment hence our focus um, on the story of South America but we wrote um, about this and the other story about uh, South Africa's agricultural trade um, and covered also just a slight previews of the labor force state survey data that is coming up this week and you can get all of this uh, on our weekly note it's on the agbiz website which is www.agbiz.co.za and then you click on market report and you will see the the weekly note um, and you'll be able to consume and read uh, uh, and, and a more comprehensive note on this uh, uh, work